On this episode of the Legacy Podcast, me, Sasha, and Denzel host Camp Tycoon, an entrepreneurship camp designated for the youth. I hope you enjoy. Camp Tycoon is the first entrepreneurship summer camp in the Bahamas, and we're hosting it right here on Grand Bahama. I have with me my fellow camp coordinators, and we're all entrepreneurs, and we wanted to help adolescents um, prepare them to become business owners in the Bahamas and pretty much anywhere in the world. Um, that's the purpose of this summer camp and the summer camp is actually from July 8th to the 26th for ages 14 18 or um, grades 10 to 12. The camp will be located at the Lions Clubhouse on Beach Ray Drive Freeport. It will be between 9am to 3pm daily. Uh, the camp will be covering how to create a business plan, be it also offer customer service training by certified trainers from Bahama Host. We'd also offer critical thinking exercises, financial planning. We'd also deal with marketing strategies and then licensing and trademarking and much more. Okay, within our educational system, I notice a lot of times there are many gaps where we don't allow our students to be able to tap into things that actually help them in the, law, in the real world. So what we want to do at our campus is allow people to learn information that will help them to be self-sustainable and provide for themselves in the long term. We want to teach them basic financial principles and basic things that will allow them to to help themselves and help their community advance. Okay, a camp like this is very important because, like I was saying earlier, in our society, we're taught basically to learn certain principles that don't really apply to the real world. You would spend all kind of years inside school, in the educational system, learning a lot of things, and then when you get out, you still have to learn the basic things to survive in life. So we figured, why not start early, teach uh, young adolescents things that would allow, allow them to be successful later in life by gaining principles and understanding of what it takes from now. So the camp was pretty much inspired because we all are entrepreneurs and um, we didn't, we always knew that that's something that we wanted to do and it's not, the information isn't being offered very freely. Um, and when I say free, I mean the entrepreneurs out there keep all the tools to themselves. And if a camp like this or an opportunity like this were to be around when I was in school, I would have jumped on it right away and I feel like I would have been further in my career choice. And just on top of that, information is very important and the access to information is important. If you know certain things, you can go in the direction you want to go, but if you're not aware of certain things, it'll be really hard. So for example, we're in the information age where you can learn a lot of things on YouTube, a lot of things on Google, but you have to get that those little nuggets at first to really excite you to go in that direction and find out what you're really interested in and tap into that. Why did you want to come to I like that. I like that. Like, all right, so you, you wanted to come to the camp to get the skills from early on to very young, which don't matter. Yeah, mm -hmm. so you could run it properly, you know, and then make it begin something like that. So really what you want to do is, you into what I into, that's, it's called generational wealth. So you won't be able to empower your business so that not even, okay, one day your parents, sadly, they mightn't be here. Well, they ain't gonna be, everyone ain't gonna be here one day. Let's just put it that way, right? What you want to do is advance your business so that your children could have it, your great-grandchildren could have it, your great-great-grandchildren, and keep passing it on. And, you, and they're just making it better and better because you're teaching them new stuff and you're learning new stuff and you just add value there. That's solid. And I love that. And that's what I want to do. I want to do the same thing. I want to come to the camp because we came into our school that um, they are in the tables, but 
is so powerful especially like like the biodiesel one right i literally just met with someone <laughs> i literally just met with someone who was uh, starting a company doing a similar thing like when they was in school they studied chemistry so what they used to do is literally fuel their car from the old food they had so they never paid for gas so he was and you want to do some the same thing right and then like what he trying to do now is get it packaged and get it branded and stuff to be able to sell it fuel and stuff but then he but initially he would just make connections with like big companies and stuff like the power company and thing like that yeah. So that's that's solid. That's that's so a win. I, I have a question um, for you too. Um, when you were talking about the hotel part of it, what what would make your hotel so different? Is that have more of an human feel, like more like more of the human fluid, more of its culture, how they dress. Mm -hmm. Like authentically beaming. Yeah. Now, sorry, because yeah. you just you just get me started. So my mother has a company called Immerse Bahamas. They do event management and destination planning, and the whole focus is to focus on authentically behemoth experiences. So instead of taking someone to the hotel property, say like uh, like Pelican Bay or like uh, what the one name, Grand Lucayan, right? We want to take them to like authentic places, like somewhere in Western or like Pelican Point, that's out of the way inside a community, and they get to engage more behemoth culture and stuff like that. So that smart, and that's the way people who are traveling now they don't want to go to they want they want that type of experience. All right, so. I, I'm guessing that a lot of pretty much of understanding what entrepreneurship is at open, but I'll still give you all what the definition of entrepreneurship actually is. So what an entrepreneur is, is anyone who starts a business or businesses, multiple businesses, hoping to generate profit. And when they say generate profit, you might have a business, right? You might be making a thousand dollars, but you might be spending two thousand dollars. That means you ain't generate profit. That means you actually lose your expenses higher than the money you make. So Initially, a lot of businesses start like that because when you invest initially, say for example, if I was to start like a, a restaurant, right? I gotta spend initial money to get like all the equipment, to get more partners, all the cookers and stuff. I gotta pay my staff. So my initial investment might be less, might might help me in what I took, what I call the brand, where your company is actually dying kind of. But that's that's most businesses. You have to invest something initially to start your business. But over time, you have your business set up in a way where you generate money and you're making a profit. So I might sell some, I might have spent that $1,000, but or I might spend $1,000 on buying food, but I might sell my food for like $1,003. Over time, over time, that profit of $3 can keep accumulating, and then I can eventually get my business to the point where it breaks even, which is that break even is really where you go from being in the red to actually profiting, and you finally start profiting for real efficiently. So, what I want you to do is basically get your business out of that cycle where it's in, it's, it's in the red and you actually generate profit. So, when you're an entrepreneur, you want to make sure that your business generates profit. So, what I want to do is, entrepreneurship is really great because like we talked about, it helps you generate some wealth. You're able to accumulate things that can be passed on. There's a difference between being rich and there's a difference between being wealthy. 
I could be a rich man in terms of probably the knowledge in my head, but also in terms of having like a lot of cash in my pocket. And cash, you all know that is that's like that's money, that's like dollars, right? You might have a lot of cash in your pocket, but having a lot of cash in your pocket doesn't make you wealthy. It might make you rich. So, for example, right? I might have a thousand dollars, but I can easily spend a thousand dollars. If I give you all a billion dollars, there's some way you ought to spend that a billion dollars. But there's no way for you to really, that's not, that's not really wealth. Wealth is something that you hold and you can pass on. So, for example, I might have a thousand dollars, but my thousand dollars might be better served by investing in a product to be able to sell in my business because that's actually wealth. I can pass that on. If you set up a certain structure, you can pass it on. And I'll just talk a little bit about why you would want to even go to the challenges of becoming an entrepreneur because becoming an entrepreneur is really challenging. It's not, it's not easy. That's why a lot of people don't do it. But when you do it, help you a lot in your life, the way you really want to go in your life. So, before I get to why you want to be an entrepreneur, I'll really talk to you about financial intelligence and the various areas you fall into in life, in terms of your finances. So in life, you could either be an employee of business owner, someone that's self-employed or an investor. So, an employee, you know, who there knows an employee? I'm pretty sure all the other employees. And an employee is someone who really works for a salary or wage. For example, I go to a company, I work there, they pay me a certain amount of money, and that's my money, and I can use it for what I want to use it for. That's an employee. We have a lot of them in our society, and that's really the majority of people because it's more of a secure position where you know I'm going to get this money consistently. A lot of people might be employees at businesses and not even work till their full potential. They might just be sitting there collecting a paycheck. So it's pretty much an easy way, and it's not as risky. But overall, it doesn't have to be a build wealth. It helps you to accumulate some money that you can use to build wealth, but it doesn't help you build wealth. A self-employed person, a self-employed person is someone who takes the skills they have and makes money off it. So for example, right, I can be an employee, and I can be employed as a mechanic. I can be employed as a mechanic, and I can be working at, like, say, one of the companies on the island, making some money there, but they pay me salary or wage, right? But then, as a mechanic, I have certain skills. I can, go, I can go put out an ad for myself, advertise myself on social media, and tell people that, oh, if you need your vehicle repaired, I'll do it for this amount. And then I become self-employed because that's not really where I'm making money working for someone. I'm working for myself. So I'm self-employed. But the difference between self-employed and a business owner is that a business owner sets up a structure so that they can make money without even having to do that. And that's what you want to do. You want to give yourself the freedom to make money so that I can make my money, I can be on the beach, and I still know I'm making money to be able to take care of my family. And you know, we got a lot of beautiful beaches around us, so you don't want to just exist in the bottom of us, you won't be able to live here and enjoy the stuff around you. So, for example, right, say I'm self-employed as a mechanic. Like I said, you could be going around telling people like, do this job, do this job, and fixing certain stuff, right? But to be a business owner, you would set up a structure where you teach someone else how to fix the things, you set up a structure where you go out and get business contracts. When they come and they pay you and say, okay, we want this done, you could send someone inside your business to go do the work, and you still get the money. You just have to cut them a certain percentage, but that's a business. I want you all to take a McDonald's, right? I was talking about this yesterday. McDonald's, you don't see any of the real people who own McDonald's working at McDonald's. If I go to McDonald's in the States, it's probably people like between the ages of 14 and 18 working at there. They might be the most, what you consider the most intelligent people in the world, but they run a billion dollar business. And that's because the people who started McDonald's, they set up a business structure and left the player to work. And that's pretty much all, most of the models you see in a lot of fast, uh, a lot of fast food franchises. So, for example, KFC over there, the people who really own the KFC corporation, they don't be working at KFC. You ain't gonna see them behind the corner. You ain't gonna see them managing it. 
they set, they set up a structure where I can send someone else to do that. I can go chill on the beach, I can do whatever I want to do, I can go swimming, fishing, whatever you like to do, and I can still make money. So that's the difference between a business and a And an investor is someone who takes the money from their business and invests in other things that makes them money where they don't have to be there all the time. So for example, right, say I'm a mechanic, I become self-employed, and I start my own mechanic business, right? I can take the money, the profit that I talked about earlier, from my mechanic business, and invest that in something like real estate. And what real estate is, is something like a plaza, it's a building. I can go buy a plaza around here, and I can rent that out to people. All I have to do is pretty much maintain the plaza, and I'm making money without being there all the time. I'm renting out that building to people, and that's the point you really want to get to, being an investor. So see, I see you smart and I like that idea. Imagine this, right? So employee, you know every day, pretty much every day you gotta wake up, you gotta go to work, you gotta work hard, but you, you don't even get your money. But it's, it's pretty much set up in a structure, right? But imagine getting to the point, after you take the sacrifice of becoming self-employed and then becoming a business owner, imagine getting to the point where you could just spend some money on a building, I can go chill, I can go do whatever I want, and I know every month or every two weeks I get a certain amount of money from that building. So say I buy a plaza, right? It might cost me a good amount of money, I saved up initially to buy that. But imagine that every week, one of my tenants got to pay me like $1,000 in rent, and I got four different spaces. That means you get $4,000 every week coming to you just from owning the building. And that's because you take the time to become self-employed, which is to start with you being an entrepreneur, but then you evolve being an entrepreneur, self-employed, into being a business owner, where you set up a structure. And then you set up that structure, you took the money you accumulated over time, and invested it. And I just want you all to take to, I said over time, Nothing comes quick in entrepreneurship. You ain't gonna just start tomorrow and be the most successful entrepreneur in the world. And success all depends on you. It's your definition of success. You could be making, say, $1,000 and be very happy, or you could be making like $100,000 and be miserable. Ultimately, to me, what I think success is, is being happy doing what you're doing. So you wanna do something you're passionate about, of course you wanna make money because you wanna generate wealth so you can free yourself and you can free your family in the future. And they can really enjoy themselves and enjoy all this beauty we have around us. So, it's, it's just crazy to me, right? We have a lot of people, we live in the most beautiful country in the world, but they don't ever get to experience it. Think of how many people sit as an employee, work for years, work for years, spend like 50 years of their life, right? And then look back and be like, wow, I never got to enjoy the, the Bahamas. I just was walking around here. I, I, just, I, I just go to work, doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over, making money, feeling comfortable or whatever, but I never really got to do what I wanted to do. And I never really got to put myself in a position to say, how my real estate over there, how my plaza, rent it out and go chill on the beach for 60 years or chill on the beach for 40 years instead of working for 40 years. I don't know about you all, but that's what I prefer to do. So I rather sacrifice and, do, and, and go to the struggle right now at a young age to do these things. And look at you all, you all are here right now, right? You all are way younger than me, and I am. I, you all might look at people who in their 20s is old, or people in their 30s is old, or people in their 40s is like super old, but that's young. That's actually very young. None of you in here are even 20 years old. So you can literally, I look at it this way, right? In life, risky is safe, and safe is risky. At your age, right? Say 12 years old, you try to start a business right now, right? Say you spend five years starting a business and it doesn't work out. You're only 17 years old. You still got your whole life to become an employee. An employee is like the default situation. That's like the take everyone does. So why not take the risk to try to establish your own business and you could eventually become an employee anyway if it don't work out. But if you take the risk right here, you can set yourself up to really have a more enjoyable life. If you look at a lot of 
and I, I can tell you, if, if you're being employed to generate money in terms of like cash, some of the richest people in the world are they are employees. They own the businesses. Other people who are employees work within their businesses, businesses and work for them. But the richest people in the world are business owners and investors. They took the risk at young ages to eventually get to this point. Like someone like, like someone like like Warren Buffett, he's an investor. He invests in the stock market and stuff like that. And he makes a lot of money. He's a billionaire. This dude, when he was in his twenties, he was starting off investing small amounts of money. His first business was actually a coin machine business. So back in the day, right? And y'all, y'all don't know anything about this. I don't even know anything about this. Because he was able to. But back in the day, you know, he's going on a machine to get you uh, self weighed, right? To see how much you weigh. Back in the day, they had machines where you used to have to pay like ten cents and then step on the machine and get weighed. It wasn't for free. Warren Buffett, what he did. And this is when he was like, well, he had to be this, like between the ages of 10 to 15, I 10, or younger than that. He bought a bunch of those machines, offered off and he said from distributing newspapers, he was selling newspapers, he bought a bunch of those machines. And he, over time, he set them up in different locations. People pay 10 cents, you might get the 10 cents is a little bit of money, but over time it accumulated because people just wanted to keep getting checking that way, keep checking that way, keep checking that way. He was making money from that at an early age, and then he ended up putting that money and reinvesting it into other stuff. And that's the important thing you all got to remember too. You might only make a dollar or two dollars in profit, but you should take that money and reinvest that. Reinvest that, especially when you start running your business. For example, right, I do business plans, I do marketing. I may have made some money in my business, but I didn't just make the money and say, oh, let me go buy a car, oh, let me go buy some fancy clothes or nothing like that. I take that same money and I put that back in my business because I know by me putting that back in my business, my business grows. If you if your business makes money, right? Say you sell something for, say you say you pay two dollars for design something, you sell it for three dollars, right? And you make that one dollar. If you take that one dollar, and every time you take that one dollar, you spend it on something like clothes or something like that, right? You ain't utilize that money smartly. That money just gone away. So you bought the square one. At first, you was up one dollar. You have one dollar profit. But by taking the money and squandering it on something that don't make you no money, you go back to zero. So you just start the same cycle over. So to escape that cycle, what I would do is take that one dollar, invest it in more of the same thing I was doing, and then create more of that. And then I can be making two dollars, then I can be making three dollars, and then it grows over time. So one smart thing you should do as a self-employed person or business owner is reinvest your money. Even if it's a dollar, even if it's ten cents, I don't care how much it is. If you try to grow your business or grow anything, you gotta reinvest. You have to so for example, with your business that you want to do, right, your family business, they might have accumulated a certain, a certain amount of money so far. You with your new brain coming in, you might, you might think of a lot of smart ideas to advance that business. But when you advance that business and you make some more money in the business, you got to utilize it smartly so it keeps growing. So by utilizing your money smartly, reinvesting the business keeps growing, keeps growing, keeps growing. And you can pass it on to generations in a better state. And that's how you sustain businesses. If you see the businesses that last in a long time, in life, like we have a system in our company. Like take an outlaw, right? A company like any of any of you tomorrow. Take an NA, right? They've been around a little while now. Y'all, you don't like NA? More tools, that's a first. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we can talk about that later. Oh, yeah, she had she had oh. You want to get her out. But NA, right? Take an outlaw, they've been around in tomorrow, right? And it's because they reinvest in their business. They don't just make money from the chicken and say, oh, we just get stuck and we can run away. They just reinvest, they just buy more chicken, they just buy more fries, they just make more food and make more money. So any business, if you want it to last for a long time, you've got to reinvest. You've got to reinvest. 
So, yeah, I know a lot of people look at entrepreneurship, right? And they're like, it's so challenging. Why would I even waste my time become an entrepreneur? I can literally just go get a job more getting this amount of money. But the reason you would want to become an entrepreneur is because of these things. You generate wealth and you make your life more comfortable by putting yourself through a struggle right then, getting out of your comfort zone and going through a struggle then. You make your life comfortable in the long run. People think so short. People don't think the periods are like one year or two years or how does it make me feel this one? People don't think about how I can put myself in a good position, position in the next 10 years or the next 12 years, 15 years, anything like that. And that's what we need to start thinking. Because look at this, right? I may be in my 20s now. I might sacrifice for five years instead of just going on a job and getting employed, right? I might sacrifice for five years to make my dream happen, right? But instead of, okay, for example, if I was on a job, right? I was getting paid 60000 a year, right, at this job. I might make 60000 a year for each of those five years, right, on a job. And of course, there's other expenses. You might make that money, right? But say I'm a business owner. I may only make 10000 for those in first initial, like, Four years or five, but the fifth year I can be making a thousand, a hundred thousand. I can be making two hundred thousand. I can put myself in a way better position than I would have been if I had just, you know, it's just taking that risk. You gotta take a risk. You ain't gonna accomplish nothing really great in life without taking a risk. And just remember this the greater the risk, the greater the reward. You gotta be somewhat risky in life to do this, to really advance and really change. You ain't gonna change nothing by just doing the same thing over. That's common sense. If I just, if I, if I say my parent was an employee, and I'm an employee, I might be a, say my parent was an employee, right? And I see that. We still in a good position. We still struggling and stuff like that, right? And I do the same thing they did. You think my children can be in a better position? They can be in the same position because they do the same thing that my parents did. You can get a different result by doing the same thing. So what entrepreneurship is, is doing something different and changing yourself so you have a better future. So that's pretty much entrepreneurship and financial intelligence. And I know at some point in day, we're talking about doing a business plan. A business plan is really just so you can map out the goals you want to accomplish and go after them, accomplishing them strategically. All of us only have so much time in life to accomplish our goals. So what a business plan is, or any plan in life, even if it's not for your business, any plan you set up is to help you accomplish your goals at a faster rate, at a faster time. So for example, right, you want to be a, a, a fetal surgeon, right? Being a fetal surgeon, if you want to be a fetal surgeon, you should set out or have on your goal some kind of plan on how you can become that that helps you become that even faster. So every day you wake up, you're looking at this goal or this milestone on the list, right? You're like, I need to do that to become this. As you go through time trying to come this stuff, you will scratch more this, scratch more this, scratch more this. By the time you almost stand on this, you realize you almost stand close to your goal. You get there. So anything you want to do in life, you got to plan. Exactly, same thing. And that's what it is. You set out your vision. So a business plan is really just a more structured version of your vision board. And that's very important. You can't go anywhere in life if you don't visualize it. I had, I had this quote I did one time and I was like, if you don't visualize where you want to go, you cannot realize it. So for example, right, you play basketball, you say, if you play basketball, right, how do you be the best basketball player you could be? If you don't, if you don't let a player up front, how do you become that? You gotta go in the gym, you gotta shoot free throws, you gotta work on your ball handling, you gotta actually play like five or five basketball, you gotta play with your teammates, you gotta work on your post moves, your footwork, all those types of stuff to become the best basketball player. But you need a plan to do that. If you don't plan, you cannot go away. You just can be walking around kind of blind and you ain't advance as efficiently as possible. You see the ball teams, Kevin Durant, Maya Moore, all these different basketball players. When they become who they became, they laid out a plan. They used to wake up early in the morning and train to become that. So that's what you gotta do. You can't go nowhere in life without a strong plan. You need a strong plan. Because look at that, right? 
You might say you want to make it to that goal, but if you don't plan and go after it every day, you might look up and you might be 30 something trying to get the WNBA instead of 18 already there. So you need a plan for anything in life. Age, did you realize that this was what you wanted to do? Like 100% sure. Yeah. 21. 21. I'm 23 right now. It's only been, I just graduated from school, from, from university last May. And before I graduated, what I was studying, I was studying business and entrepreneurship. And you don't have to go to school to be an entrepreneur. I know that because I went to school, so I see that you want to go to school to be. I learned more stuff picking up a book or going on YouTube than actually being in class. Class helps somewhat with learning certain structured things. But YouTube, YouTube is, I call it YouTube University and Google Campus. You can go on YouTube and learn literally anything. You just gotta know what you're looking for. So what school helped me with is right, school literally showed me like, it just helped me with turn areas as far as like basic structures, like learning a little, like Sasha said, learn a little bit about everything. But then what I wanted exactly, but then when I wanted to master myself in terms of business, I just actually had experience, which is doing business. So if you want to get experience in your family business, you should be helping them work in the family business. Also, you can learn a lot of stuff from reading. Like for real, from reading and watching videos. YouTube, so much videos. I can, I, can, I need all your emails because I can send you on some YouTube channels to subscribe to, but they teach you all a lot of business stuff. It's so powerful, so much information out there. But for me, it was 21 and it happened because I joined an entrepreneurship club. And the first thing they made us do was read one book called Start and Why. And the book Start and Why basically talked about finding out what your why was, what your passion is, why you want to do something. Not how you want to do it or what you want to do, but why you want to do it. And that's how a lot of companies in this world, like Apple, if they're trying to get that's what they take a like Apple, right? If they're trying to get you to buy this laptop, sorry. They're trying to get you to buy this laptop, right? They don't come to you and say, there's so much gigabytes you know, there's so much memory you know. They make you buy into the why. And the why behind Apple is thinking different. People think different by Apple. That's just that's just box, because it's their brand. We can talk a little bit about all that, but for me, that book and then the book of course trends-based leadership. And what trends-based leadership talks about is in life we focus on our weaknesses so much, we try to get so good at all our we try to have all our weaknesses. What you really need to do is look at what you're good at strengths and go in that direction. Of course it's good to brush upon certain things in different areas, but you gotta focus on your strengths. So we right, I knew I was good at marketing. I didn't try to be anything else. I didn't try to be all kind of different things. I focus on marketing. So it helps me like marks fast in marketing. In my business, right, when we do business plans and I do marketing, I'm good at marketing. I focus on writing on the plans and they know about the strategies and stuff. But I'm not gonna try to do the graphic design to make the plan. I'm gonna just pay someone for that because that's their expertise. So focus on what you could go in that direction. So you said biochem, right? Focus on biochem, go in that direction. Now when you when you create the fuel, you get a person that you does marketing to help you package it in a certain way and do certain stuff. You get a, someone who's gonna finance or come in to help you with your numbers and stuff like that. It's all about collaboration and all of us gotta learn to work together. I feel like your generation can be the one who changes it because we have a lot of people who are from older generations who don't work together. That's why you see, we have systems where it's the same thing over and over, nothing changes because people don't know how to collaborate and work together. I feel like you all can connect and be able to work together. We can have some people there who are business owners, some people there who are you know, focused on the sciences and stuff like that, helping out people in the internet. All of y'all come together, you all can make a better country. A better country. But for me, it was, it was 21. And I wish I had figured it out already. All the, that's why I say you all so young. What is the it's a lot of challenges. I guess the biggest challenge was knowing that 
You could literally just go make money doing something else. Like, <laughs> I just got to say that, buddy. Like, that's, that's the biggest thing. And then when you got bills coming, it's be like, oh, I should just go do this. Like, I had to block it out of my mind. I had my uncle just tell me, you should just go. My uncle should literally round me like, why are you going to waste all this time? When you blah, blah, blah. You should just go work here. And then you can hear a lot of that. You can hear a lot of people tell me, like, don't be an entrepreneur. Don't do this. And they do it because they're scared. And they're scared to see you fail. Failing ain't really about it. You can learn from it. There's no such thing as failing. But they're so scared, right? And they would have never tried to do it. Like, I had a uncle. He never tried to be he was bashing me for what I was doing. I was telling him what I was doing, he didn't understand. He didn't understand until I started making money. And some people don't make it understand money, which is weird. They don't understand your passion. So if you're passionate about something, don't let anyone tell you, don't do this, don't do that. If you're passionate about something, do it. Have confidence in yourself and go after that dream and achieve it. That's it, anything. Right, what up? Right, what up? For sure, 100%. I don't know, but you like the mommy. Like, great. She's my business partner. Like, we do business together. We do everything together. She always been my biggest supporter. Even when I might say stuff that, you know, in her mind, it contradicts what she might have grown up thinking or what she might have been taught. She doesn't come at me and bash me, like, you shouldn't take like that or whatever. She listens to what I say. A lot of the stuff she didn't take before, that information that I told her, like, put her on to. Now she thinks the same way as me because she realizes the difference between what's right and what's wrong. She's willing and open. So, it might, for you it might be your mother. Your mother might be the person saying, don't do this, don't do that. You gotta find that person. Or they can find you. You just gotta focus on what you're doing. The right people can actually find you. And if someone, if you know someone, it might be the closest people to you who's saying, don't do this, don't do that. You gotta know what you wanna do and you gotta do it. It might be a boy saying, don't do this. It might be a daddy saying, don't do this. You know you want to do something, and it's a great thing for society and for yourself, do it. Like, do it. Maybe. Only y'all, y'all the only people in this world who know your dreams. Only y'all know what y'all do. So, don't let the outside world tell you you gotta do this, you gotta do that. Do what you want to do, that's the only way you can ever be happy. Because if you listen to what everyone else is telling you, if you tell them that you can do this, you do that, you can be miserable. You can be miserable. Imagine if I had missed someone saying, oh, you should be a comment, and I hate a comment. I have been, you know, I was going to struggle to become a comment, and I have been doing that every day, and I have been miserable doing that. Really? My whole life, I have to see the, I have one little gray up, I don't know if you see it, but I have one little gray up. I would have had like 50 of these if I was doing something else. I would, like, that's just like, do what you do, makes you happy. Always make yourself happy. Not in a selfish way. Sometimes you gotta be a little selfish, but do what makes you happy. And do what makes the people care about that. I want to interject right there, like, especially now, um, because of your age, like, um, I 22, I don't know if I did say that in my introduction, but at 22, that's extremely young for someone to say, um, yeah, I work for myself and I see you and I have a team. That's uncommon. Know, that's not, that's not regular. I normal around here. And, um, I was working, I was, oh, I expected before this, like, I'm making, Money. And I leave the job because not that I wasn't happy because like I love the job. I go back to the job tomorrow. <laughs> I, I I love the job itself, but I don't feel like it was my purpose in life. Like ever calling. since I left the job and I started to do what I wanted to do and I did my own company and now I do events and marketing and stuff like that. Like I'd be happy to go to work, like I'd be excited 
to See what it is that I want to do. And I left her for sure. Like people, do, people call me crazy straight up to this day. Like mm -hmm. I leave her for sure thing to come out and basically figure it out. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know if I can make X amount of money on pay. I don't have payday. Mm -hmm. Like I get paid every Friday and I straight and I can be able to pay my bills and stuff like that. And and you raise you right. to, she I have to give her she have to give herself a raise. Right. After a while, you know, they can pay me more money because I was here for so long. But it ain't like that. I I completely ditch all of that. Um logically now, thinking, okay, well I have bills and stuff but mm -hmm. If I do this and if I put my all into this, mm -hmm. I use my age to comfort me too. Like I young, I don't have no children, I don't have no real major expenses where, you know, I can be selfish with my time. Mm -hmm. I can do what I want to do because I don't have no one, you know, behind me that I have to take care of or you no, know, so everything I do, you know, there's still an age and time now where you can do it for yourself. Mm -hmm. So that's a good point great, like make yourself happy. Don't be a nurse because your mommy wants you to be. Yeah, don't, please. Don't be an accountant because your mommy wants you to be an accountant. Don't, please. Something that can generally make you happy and you, the money can come. The money always. Once you're doing something you love or the you're money comes. Mm -hmm. The money can really show up. Because you can you can be more willing to dedicate your time to making sure you accomplish right. that goal, so which means that if you dedicate your time, you dedicate an effort, you advancing what you're doing over time. Right. So you feel like she just what? Yeah. <laughs> don't do no like seriously, don't do what your parents don't do what your parents want you to do because guess what? It's your life and every day you're gonna have to wake up and deal with that. Every day. Like I know I'm not saying, you know, you go there and disappoint your parents and da da no. Um literally like career and stuff like that, don't do that for no one else other than yourself because you have to get up every day and put on that uniform, and then you have to go on that person's job and do the best you could do. You won't be happy. You won't be happy to go to work. Trust me, you won't be in a good mood. Because like I said, we all been somewhere and somebody's face was long, and they didn't want, you know, they didn't want to um, serve you. Or you can see they ain't happy to be here now. They're mistreating you. And really, and it really it is, they be miserable like that, like straight through out their life. They going home miserable. They making their kids miserable. They making their husband, their wife miserable. They're like seriously. So, do do whatever makes you happy. If you if you want to do nursing, you do nursing for you. But if you want to be a fish, you go be a fish. If you want to be a mermaid for you, you go be a mermaid, and you'll be the best mermaid there ever was. Trust me. And guess what? Your parents always come around. They're like, your parents will always come around. You know why? Because they'll see that it making you happy, you taking care of yourself, and you can be the best at it. Like, you show right up. They thought that, man, she, I wanted to be a nurse, and I wanted to be a lawyer, I wanted to be a doctor, but no, she, she went to own a restaurant, or she wants to be a chef, and now you're the best chef in the country. And they can be right there. That's my baby. That's my baby. So listen, do 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 what you want to do. That's that's like this, uh, the major advice I could give right now. And that's a good point, Creighton. I had to stretch. I had to stretch myself on that. Yeah, that's my yeah. My dad, he always wanted me to work in a bank. That sounds so small to me. All all my life, he wanted me to work in a bank. He wanted me to be. Uh, Tell her and then, you know, go work my way up. He wanted me to work around money. Now, now that I am, um, I don't want to turn it off, but I'm going to get back.
then I just wanted to point out, like, Sasha was talking about being able to, you know, do what you want to do and taking that risk and stuff. A next thing that being an entrepreneur provides you with is your freedom to do stuff like she would be at this camp right now. If she was employed somewhere, take any moment with you, let her leave from a job and say, oh, Sasha, you believe me, job to come, to come help these people, come and power Never. No, she didn't do that. They'd be like, you crazy. Everyone going out of office with files and papers. Everybody would have been like, what? For real. The fact that she took this risk to become an entrepreneur, now she can go do these type of things. Now she can say, oh, I can take some of my time. I might be losing out on some money I can be making somewhere, but I will take my time and help the community and stuff like that. You got the greater impact. You got more freedom to do the things you want to do. It's freedom. That's what the yeah, wait. Like, freedom. Personally, I just, I just like, okay, I had a contract doing some, some type of work, right? And I was making a good amount of money, but I didn't want to do it anymore because it was taking up too much of my time. I couldn't do the things I wanted to do. So you gotta relax. Money, money don't mean nothing if you ain't happy. You and that's all I say. If you make it, what, what is a lot of money to you? Okay, she said, she said twenty-five thousand a month. She right? said twenty-five thousand okay. a month. If I could, if you could make twenty-five thousand a month, right? What if you could make ten thousand dollars a month? You get to chill on the beach every day, go swimming, just enjoy yourself for a notch, right? Or you can make $25,000 a month, and you gotta be up 18 hours. You gotta be up 18 hours a week. You gotta be up 18 hours a week, stress out yourself, and then your bills for, like, say, the mortgage for a huge branch or something you buy is $24,000. What is the quality of that? $25,000. That's $1,000 and a lot of stress. At first, you might be a little bit like, why making a lot of money? You know? Money, money, money. But when you get miserable and stressed out, you can be in a place where you can you gotta enjoy money, so it's important. Money is a tool. Money is literally a tool that you can use to do certain stuff. And that's all it is.